Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with the one and only New Jack, the most extreme pro wrestler ever, maybe the most extreme human being ever. He's here with us. He's in sunny Florida right now. They got WrestleMania weekend going on, and he's just hanging out. New Jack, how are you, my man? I'm good, man. Thank you for, for being with us um, for this next few minutes, and I appreciate your time. Thank you. I wanted to first see how you were doing, how everything's been going through the, the pandemic. You're hanging in there. How has everything yeah, I'm doing been for good, you? Man. All right. I'm doing good. Good. I mean, I, I grew up watching you and idolizing you. I mean, uh, I'm a huge fan, number one. And uh, number two, you are, are without a doubt one of the most controversial and polarizing figures in pro wrestling, hands down. I appreciate what you've done for the business, you know, and I feel like you've given your all for the business. A fact about you is that you started out in, actually, it wasn't USWA. You started out in uh, North Georgia, right? Yeah. Okay, that's where you started. Then you went to USWA, then back to North Georgia for a little bit. Then you got the call to go to Smoky Mountain. Right. How did that happen? Who called who? How did that come about? Jeff Jarrett, well, Jerry Jarrett, he asked me to come to USWA. Uh -huh. So I went, and he told me I wasn't going to be there but a couple of months. So I went and did my run, and then I went back to North Georgia. Uh -huh. And then from there, I went to Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain. Now, did Cornette call you for the Smoky Mountain run? or? Yeah. Okay, so Jim Cornette recruited you. And did you know Mustafa at the time? Yeah. You did. How did yeah. that come about with the tag team thing? How, how did that start? Cornette said he needed a black tag team. Uh-huh. But he needed a heel tag team. Right, right. Okay. Black heel. So I'm like, if we're going to be beating up on white people in Tennessee, that's, gonna, that's, that's heel enough. I mean, it's already racist enough as it is in the South. Getting Mustafa and being a black tag team, beating up on what you're right, that is already heel. You call Mustafa. What did Mustafa say? Where was he at the time? He was with, he was in North Georgia, but he was also working with WCW. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But he was doing jobs every Saturday morning on WCW, and I was like, why? Yeah. So you call him, and what do you tell him? I told him Cornette wanted, wanted to take a look at him mm -hmm. and wanted me to use him as my partner if I liked him. And we went and did a match with, with Smoky Mountains, and Cornette liked what he saw, so he hired us. By the way, I love the dark side of the ring. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, side note, what'd you think of their portrayal? What'd you think of the show after you saw it? Oh, I loved it. Me too. Yeah. I thought, was, I thought it was fantastic. I thought they did a great job. Then they're talking about the name for the tag team. What happened there with coming up with a name? Cornette was like, did you have a name for your tag team? I said, no. Mm -hmm. So we started pitching names. Right. He came up with a name. I came up with a name. Yeah. Like, nah. Then he came up with something. I was like, no. Nah. Then I. So then he came up with the gangsters, but he 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 had a spirit of gangsters. Oh uh, yeah, nah. And I was like, no. What about the gangsters? A S D. You know. So that's what we went. That's what we used. Perfect. Yeah, gangsters would have been. You you can hear Jim Cornette saying gangsters. You know, nah. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. That's perfect. How'd you come up with the theme music? I always liked that song. Mm -hmm. When I was in Smoky Mountain, I wanted to use it, but we were getting ready to, our run was almost up in Smoky Mountain. 
Okay. So we went to ECW, and I was like, we'll use that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I liked it, and we used, we 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 took 28 seconds off of the beginning of the song because it was just like talking. Right, right. And we used it, and it got over good. It did really get over. Man, when, when I hear that song, I automatically think of New Jack. <laughs> it's automatic. You were ingrained right. with that song forever. So you're in Smoky Mountain, and uh, you need to be a heel. All right? And I'm going to play a promo for everyone right now. Say hey to my buddy Donnie. What's How up, you doing, man? man? How good. you doing, all right? Everything good? Yeah, man, we're good. You, you drinking? You drinking too? I'm drinking with New Jack, man. I'm drinking with New Jack. This is crazy. It's fucking awesome, man. My God. I'm about to jump off my fucking house. Yeah. New Jack. Woo! Let's watch this promo, because this promo always hits hard, man. This hits hard. All right, and then we'll go over it. Here it is. Violence to you might be pushing by in a figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. Like me or not, I didn't come up here to be liked. I came up here to get paid. And whoever you put in front of me, I'm going to drop you down. Care. I'd like to send a special shout out to my homeboy, OJ Simpson. Keep up the good work, baby. Two less we got to worry about. You understand? Keep up the good work. Louis Farrakhan will be the next president. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, we know you're innocent. You called me last night. You understand? Get ready, Smoking Mountain, because we're going to set this place on fire. All right, fans, there they are. The team to be heard from It's Smoking Man, oh, man. Whoa. Man, oh, man. Bro. What the fuck happened after you after you did that promo? What in the world happened? When we went to get in the car to leave, it was a parking lot full of white people with stinking oh, God. And so they was waiting on the outside, and the cops had to escort us to the car and drive us out of town. Wow. Now, set me up with this. How did you come up with the promo did you already know ahead of time what you were gonna say was this planned cornet told me he said i want you to go out there and piss white people off <laughs> now like, all right and then he said say something about oj oh so it was his idea the oj thing okay all right but the rest was me bro let me say something right now Cause I just, I was talking to the, the franchise last week. I had him on the show, uh, Shane Douglas. I consider you one of the greatest uh, pro wrestlers on the mic of all time. Honestly, your promos hit hard. And I wasn't sure if they, if you pre-wrote them or were they, were they off the top of the head? Is that how you were with every promo? Yeah. I never, I never rehearsed the promo. I never wrote it down. I never recorded it. I never taped it. It was yeah. always, it was off the top of my head. Bro, that's incredible. Cause you never fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And they're always on point. That's amazing. A lot of people in the business now can learn from New Jack. Honestly, cause the promos today, they're awful. Wrestling sucks today, man. It's not the same anymore. They could learn from New Jack. It's horrible.
By the way, do you still talk to Mustafa? Do you still keep in touch or? He usually on holidays, he'll send me a message, happy holiday, happy, Merry Christmas or whatever. But we don't talk, you know what I mean? We don't, gotcha. we, we, we don't really keep in touch. Okay. I was going to ask you, um, like with all tag teams, successful tag teams, when, when one branches off from the tag team and gets successful, there's always some type of jealousy or, or animosity from the partner. Did you ever get that from Mustafa or was he always like behind you, proud of you? Or was there, was there ever heat when that happened? Mustafa started to try to outdo me. Yeah. And I told him, I put him to the side and I said, Mustafa, I said, let me explain something to you. I am the gangsters. Mm. I said, I can dress anybody up to play your part. Mm -hmm. I said, people come to see me. They don't come to see us. They come to see me. Yeah. Yep. And he was like, I know, Jack. I'm like, well, stop trying to outdo me. Because he would grab the mic sometime and just, just, I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. where we fell out was, he went out to LA and started tagging with these guys. I forgot the name of them, but Terry Funk told me about it. And he said that Mustafa was with these new guys and they called themselves the new gangsters. And Cornette had just put the straps on us. And I told Cornette, I said, I'm not tagging with Mustafa. Yeah. I said, I'm not tagging with no more. I said, so you need to take these bills off of us. He said, I just put them on y'all. I said, no, take them off. Wow. So we did an angle, but we dropped them. We dropped them right back two weeks later to Bob and Devon. Yeah. And I told Cornette, I mean, I told Paulie, I said, this is what we're going to do. I said, one of us got to go. I said, if you keep Mustafa, I quit. Oh, sh I said, so if you don't call me this week with my flight information, I know who you choose. He was like, no, nah, Jack. He said, Mustafa got to go. He said, then you go tell him. I was like, I ain't got no problem with that. Right. You know what I mean? So I told him. And then they, they let him go. What was that conversation like, man? Telling him, did you you didn't have a problem with it? Because you? you already pissed no, off that he tried to do that new gangsters thing. I didn't give a fuck. I, I, after that shit, that bullshit that he pulled, I didn't give a fuck. Right. Because, like I told you, dude, they, the fans would always chant New Jack. Yep. New Jack. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they would never chant gangsters. It was always New Jack. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, like I said, he started trying to outdo me. And that's where we had problems. It's funny that you say the fans always chanting New Jack because I got another promo I'm going to show, which is one of my favorite promos. And listen to the crowd. Here it is. I never thought that I would miss nobody in my life. But you know, to be honest, I miss these crazy, retarded motherfuckers from ECW.
to sit in jail for damn near five weeks. I was like, right about now, I'd be in the arena beating the fuck out somebody, but I'm sitting here looking at this motherfucking TV. He said, you understand what you just did, right? And I said, no, what? He said, you just turned yourself into a fucking baby face. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, if you went out there and had sex with a 90-year-old white woman, he said, the fans would cheer you. He said, ain't no taking it back. He said, ain't nothing else we can do. He said, you are a fucking face now, so deal with it. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. That crowd, okay, chanting New Jack, New Jack, New Jack, it shows everyone that you were the face of the tag team. You were the star. You did your run at Smoky Mountain, then you get the call for ECW, okay? Who called you for ECW? Todd Gordon. Okay. Was that well, an actually, actually, Al Snow told me to get in touch with Todd Gordon. Okay. So he gave Todd my number and Todd called me. Uh -huh. And he said, we want to bring y'all in, but we want to bring y'all in in two weeks. Well, I still, I told Cornette that I would stay for another month, but the money that Paulie wanted to pay us, I was like, I'm gone. Yeah. So I told Paul, I told Cornette, I said, Cornette, I'm, I said, I'm done. I said, we got to go. Right. And Mustafa had already left. He was like, I'm, I'm through with this shit. I'm tired of going at You know what I mean? So he went on and left a week before I did. Then I left. I made the deal with Pauline mm -hmm. and Todd Gordon. And we went up to, to ECW and the rest was history. Did you did you guys have any issues with Jim Cornette uh, when you got the call? Or or was it just the money? Yeah. Well, it was the money, of course. Right. But... But the, the deal was Cornette wanted us to stay, but mm -hmm. our run was up. You know what I mean? Yeah. All, yeah. All, all we were gonna do was put Dirty White Boy and Trace Smothers over yeah. for the next month, and then we was done. Right. Right. And I was like, I'm done. You know what I mean? I said, I gotta go, so I left. Mm -hmm. So you get to ECW. What was that like, man? Were you accepted right away, or were people intimidated by you? Because at this yeah. point. You're a scary motherfucker at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the both yes, the both of them questions. Yes. <laughs> you get to ECW. You do your thing. And it was funny, I was I was watching some of your matches and shit like that and your promos and your entrance to the ring is stone. 
You're about you know to just whoop ass. Just keep it real. I wasn't the one getting beat with the trash in the trash can. They were the one getting their ass whooped, not me. You're not thinking in your head like I'm gonna beat this motherfucker's ass. I'm gonna hit him with as much as many times as I can. You're you're just blank at this point. Yeah. You were you were completely insane. You're jumping off of fucking balconies. You're jumping off of fucking anywhere that there's that there is a, a scaffold. You'll jump it, right? Right. Did that come with time, or did you do that when you were younger? Were you just jumping off shit? Oh, he was mad at me, Mustafa. Yeah. So he had us doing jobs every goddamn week. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I told Mustafa, I said, Mustafa, I'm going to do something tonight that they ain't going to remember who the fuck went over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I said, trust me, I'm going to do it. And he's like, what? I said, just play along with it. Uh-huh. He was like, all right, Jerry, all right, Jerry, I got you. <laughs> so we put Bob and d on over in the middle of the ring, one, two, three. Okay. But I dove off of the fucking crow's nest <laughs> on top of d And the fans lost their mind. So after the after the after the match was over with, they was chanting New Jerry. Oh my God. And Paul Lee said. Why do you keep doing that? I said, what you mean? I said, you trying to kill me. I said, I said you trying to bury us. I said, I ain't going to let you bury us. I said, I'm going to do what I got to do to keep my head above water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, and that's what I did. It seems like you have a really good grasp on not only uh, the in-ring, but the psychology yeah. of, of the wrestling business, which not a lot of people have now. They just go in for a paycheck and they leave. You guys knew how to control the crowd. You're jumping off all this shit in ECW. You're going crazy. You're you're winning the fans over. Backstage, what was the locker room like for ECW? Was it like a family? Was it just everybody can stick to themselves? What was it like back there? Nobody came around me because at the time I was snorting coke. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was doing this shit every night. Mm-hmm. So when Paul D came up and told us, thank you, told us who, who, who was working, the people we was working was always like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, don't worry, it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had to pat him on the head and roll him on the butt. I'm like, it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? And they were like, wow. Yeah. With- but we did it. And I, I took care of the boys most of the time. Yeah. Every now and then, they would do something piss me off. And then I would handle my business. Right, right. You know what I mean? What did the cocaine do for you? Because I never did coke, right? What did it do for you before a match? Did it make you feel untouchable? It made me feel like Superman. Gotcha. <laughs> That's why you flew off the fucking balcony. You felt like Superman. Yeah. Jesus. Did it help with the pain at all, or just just help you get get up, up and ready to go? It just made me do it. It just it was like go ahead and do it, nigga. Wow. How long were you on the coke for? Your whole career, or about? 
I did it about three years. Mm-hmm. And then I snorted myself into a heart attack almost. I almost had a heart attack. And that's when I quit. Yeah. When no, was Donnie, this? I don't want to. What, when was this? <laughs> no, you know, we don't have to talk about now. We're just talking about the past. You know? Put this in your pocket. Listen, you got to get through this weekend at Florida. I don't blame you. You got to take a break and bump. Take the break and bump. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's wild, man. So that helped you get through the matches. It helped you do your shit, right? I'm doing a run in. That's it. That's it. So whoever on the receiving end of that trash can, they're going to get it. <laughs> now, it's, you, you did tell me that you took care of the boys most of the time unless they needed a lesson. You needed to teach them a lesson, right? Yeah. And you taught a few lessons in your day. You taught one involving a, a, a kid who lied about him about his shit. You taught him a lesson. Right. And you taught... Uh, some old head to listen who said he was going to teach you some things, right? Right. How bad of a temper do you have, New Jack? Does it, do you just snap? Or did you just snap back th- back in the day? Dude, I was always business. But if you fuck with me, I would get you. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, and I mean, I'll be fair. I'll be like, let's go out and have a good match. We'll mm-hmm. do this, that, and all the you know what I'm saying? And then there wasn't no problem. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you want to get a knucklehead that wanted to come to me and be like, well, let's do this, let's do that. Can I drive, dive on you and knock you out? And I'm like, you motherfucker, you done lost your goddamn mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, the one in Florida, right? You taught him a hell of a lesson. You know what I'm saying? I know. You damn near, damn near fucked him up. I almost killed him. Almost killed him. Um, then I think you scared him so, so badly that he dropped the fucking charges. <laughs> How did that come about? Why did he drop the charges? What, what happened? He, he, he came up to the jail to visit me uh-huh. and he said, he said, Jack, he said, I got an idea. I said, why in the fuck are you here? <laughs> he said, I got an idea. He said, let's take this. He said, you train me. We can take this anger on the road. Hunter Red is after New Jack. And we can do the whole Florida circuit. Like a revenge tour he wanted to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. And I was like, sure, whatever. <laughs> I said, you got to drop the charges first. <laughs> and he was like, all right. Well, just I'll drop the charges. And he, so he went and dropped the charges. Wow. I got out of jail. I went and got my car. I went and got me a storage room. Rented me a U-Haul truck. Put my shit in storage. And left. <laughs> and I didn't come back to Florida for years. It was years. I wouldn't come nowhere near this motherfucker. It was years. <laughs> Did he try calling you? Did he try reaching out to you? Like, New Jack, where the fuck you go? I'm going to tell you what I did. All right. 
I used to watch Judge Judy. <laughs> yeah. So I told him, I said, let's do this. I said, let's go on Judge Judy. You sue me. The most they'll give you is $5,000. I said, you sue me. I said, and I'm going to act a complete ass. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm going to act a complete fucking nut. Like, uh, like, I ain't got no goddamn sense done whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he was like, Jack, I don't want to do it. I'm scared. <laughs> and I said, here's the deal. I said, I go in there, cut the food. They pay you. And we split the money. And he didn't want to do it. So I was like, well, fuck you then. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm trying to get you paid. <laughs> he didn't do so. That was the end of it. I, I never heard from him again. Right. It seems like you always got stuck with people that were scared, right? Vic fucking yeah. Grimes, bro. Vic Grimes. This guy who agrees to something with you on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Gets scared at the last fucking second, falls on you and cracks your fucking skull. Right. Unbelievable. Now, do you talk to Vic Grimes? Have you ever talked to him after you threw him off the out of heaven? He went on the internet and posted this dumbass shit about New Jack. If you're out there, if you're listening, I just want to say I apologize and this that, and the other. And I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Yeah, did he? He did. did he? I have, I have, I have no vision in my right eye because of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit ain't gonna never come back. Yeah. You know, and it was all because he pussied out and what, didn't, didn't want to do a spot that we had planned to do, and then he chicken out, and I end up damn near getting killed. Yep. Did he ever reach out after the first time to apologize or say I fucked up anything? I'm tell you what happened. I came back to ECW. They had a show. They had ECW had a show in Buffalo. Yeah. And I wasn't on the card. Mm-hmm. But I was okay. I could travel again. So I went to the show, and Big Grind was in, in the locker room. I walked in the locker room and slapped the shit out of him. Mm. And he was like, Jack, let me explain. I said, ain't nothing you can explain to me, motherfucker. I said, you the reason that I'm fucked up now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. I said, ain't no explaining. You know what I mean? So, like, like, like I said, I think Vice... They contacted him and asked him, we do a promo. And he started to do it, and then he didn't. He didn't do it. Mm, backed out again. He backs out of a yeah. lot of shit, doesn't he? Yeah. He, like, he likes to back out. If After the first time you guys fell and he did that to you, if he were to immediately, like, say, visit you at the hospital and apologize, would you have felt differently? Yeah. 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 It, it was the way he... No it was the way he dealt with the situation afterwards. Yeah. I, had a, I have a question about ECW. You're, how fucking rowdy was it back there? How crazy was, was it back there after the events, man? Especially in Philadelphia. I'm 20 minutes from Philly. 
How crazy was that shit after? Boom. If the Holiday Inn, <laughs> if the walls could talk, <laughs> they would tell you some stories. Bro. Because whatever you could think of, we did it. We, we, we got a money. We had a ball. You know what I mean? It, was it everybody except for Taz? We know Taz is a good guy. He don't do none of that shit. Was oh it, fuck you, Taz! Get a good guy in my head. Really? Taz got totally raped. <laughs> girl in Pittsburgh. He went oh. to to get a to get a, a do a, a, a tanning booth and got a tan, and he grabbed the girl titties and squeezed the titties and all kind of old nasty shit. Oh and shit! He, he ended up going to jail. He went to jail for that. Because he always said, I don't drink, I don't do that, I don't do that. Oh, you know? fuck that shit. That motherfucker was fucking retarded. <laughs> all right, let's give me a number, New Jack. Give me a number. All right. How many ring rats have you been with in your career? Give me some type of number. I'm not telling you on the ground, I might incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up there all right we'll leave it at that <laughs> we'll leave it at that hey look i got a wedding ring on oh I yeah, yeah yeah you're right you're right you're right i will carry that to my brain i'm sorry mrs new jack i'm sorry mrs new jack we won't go there <laughs> How they, I how love they, my wife yeah, but I can't do it. You ain't about to get me caught up in that shit. <laughs> how many, how'd they even find you guys? Did they wait at the hotel? How'd they even know where to find you? After the shows in Philly, we all stayed at the Holiday Inn. Right, so they knew. The Holiday Inn had a bar. Mm. And the bar was open until two. We would get out of the show about 11, 30, 12. Right. Goes to the Holiday Inn. You trying to get me to say some shit that I ain't gonna say, <laughs> fuck you. You don't have to say nothing. I promise, you don't have to say nothing. You, you do your run with ECW. Were you ever contacted by the big boys, WWE? WCW, they saw how big you got. Were they like, yo, let us get New Jack, man? Because I figured you would go right to WWE. Benzer Man told Cornet that I was the devil. Wow. He told Cornet that I was the devil. Mm -hmm. And he would never hire me because I was the devil. I was Satan. Really? But he offered me a deal. But what they wanted to do was they wanted to take my name. They wanted me to give them the rights to my name. Ah. And this is the shit that I created. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I made New Jack. Yep. Vince didn't make shit. I made New Jack. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He would want when to keep your name for life? He would want yes. to keep Oh, shit. Okay. And they wanted it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna do it. So WWE, they said what they they wanted to give you like a major role there, but they had to keep everything. Did they even tell you what they wanted you to do? 
I don't know what they had in store, but I wasn't gonna go for that bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing it. Right. New Jack, with the with the Hall of Fame that just happened, would you ever want to be? Have you? Do you want to be in the Hall of Fame? Fuck no. Why not? If they gave me a ring, I'd pawn it. <laughs> the Hall of Fame ring, I would pawn it. I would pawn that shit. I would pawn the fuck out of it. And you would get a stun gun instead. <laughs> <laughs> what can I get? Can I trade this for a stun gun? <laughs> if Vince McMahon, they say you ran into Vince McMahon right now, at this point in time, what would you say to him? Nothing. You just keep it moving. Yeah, I I I wouldn't even entertain it. I wouldn't say nothing to him. Right. What about Paul Heyman? Would you say anything to him? With the shit that happened with me and Paulie, mm-hmm. he did some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, Paulie was a reason that the gangsters became the gangsters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, t- I take that back. Jim Cornette was, but Paulie was the reason that we went as far as we did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a shady motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the stuff that we did with him, bro, you can't trade that shit for nothing. Right. Right. If AEW were to call you, would you entertain the call? You might. Would it have to be as a as a wrestler? As a, I mean, you'd have to be in a ring, or would you would you ever be one of those backstage guys who helps the the talent out, or would you want to be in a ring? I would have been in a ring, right? Because they got the blood and guts matches. They got they got the barbed wire. I, I think a new jack. I saw it. I saw that fucking they they did a hardcore match. They put it on YouTube and I saw it and I died laughing because it was the fucking shit. It was terrible. What the exploding one with the you see that one yeah. at the <laughs> Yeah, the exploding ball with the fog machine? Yeah. So AEW, it seems like they're hiring a lot of people, man. I wouldn't be surprised if they called you, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. And taught people how to have a Come on. Never say never. Wait a second, New Jack. Wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) New Jack. New Jack. Has Uh, it happened? What? Has AEW called you? I plead a fifth. Come on. I plead the F-I-F-F. The fifth. Woo! Let's go! Let's go! Man, AW New Jack. Fuck. Oh my god. I hope it listen. You didn't say yes, you didn't say no. I hope it happens, man. I really do. Out of all the locker rooms you've been in, what's the best one? The most memorable. Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain. Is that your favorite promotion you've ever worked for? Yeah, Smoky Mountain. To work with Ricky and Robert, Tracy Smothers, Dirty White Boy, all the Armstrong, Lenny, Goofy, Dopey, Goofy, all the motherfuckers. 
Smoky Mountain, I learned more in the 11 months that I was in Smoky Mountain than I have anywhere. Right. Right. And I yes. always give Ricky and Robert credit for what they did with me because they took me by the hand and they walked me through this motherfucker like it wasn't no goddamn tomorrow. Yeah. Do you still love Jim Cornette? Are you still close with him? Yeah. Yeah. How often do you talk with Jim? Every now and then. No, no. Was it ever hard to separate the character from yourself? Or was it kind of the same person at times? Me and my character are two different people. Mm-hmm. I don't walk around the house hitting my wife upside the head with a chair. Right. And diving on the kids. Yeah. And stabbing the dog. Yeah. I don't do that shit. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. When, so right now, are you retired? Semi. You're semi-retired. Okay. Do you yeah. do any? Do you do any type of uh, indies or anything like that, or or no? I do appearances and I do run-ins. <laughs> <laughs> One last question for you. Since you uh, ever since you left, who's the closest person you stayed with in the business? Gary Wolf. Gary Wolf. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this was New Jack. I'm Vinny Vegas. You watch Pounding the Meat. New Jack, thank you so much for your time. It, it was it was a pleasure to talk with you, man. Have fun and uh, and enjoy your time. And thank you once again for being on the show, my man. All right, brother.